Welcome to the Swedish Junior Hockey Podcast. My name is Jacob Dahlin. Um, with us today is the third and almost final yes. member of the Carlson family. Uh, Lucas Carlson, welcome to the uh, to the podcast. Thank you so much. It's great to so, be here. This episode is brought to you by Scandlux, your home for Scandinavian luxury products for the U.S. market. You can find us at scandlux.com. So we've had um, your father was the first uh, recording, and he was in a car driving up to Pittsburgh. I think he was going to watch you play, and then we had your brother yeah. Jack on. Uh, so hopefully we got better better connection than w- when we had your dad on because he was in the car and we got disconnected five times. I think. Yeah, yeah, we should have we should have a better connection now. That's right. So. Uh, before we go into your background, you are right now in New Jersey, right? Yes. I'm in, in, between, right in between practices, probably. Uh, pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. So give us a little bit about your background. Yes, we got a little bit of a lag here. Give us a little bit of your background um, and how you ended up in uh, in New Jersey. Uh, well, we moved to uh, the U.S. About, about three years ago when my parents got a job here. And I liked the hockey over here, too, from what I saw. So I decided to go with them. Uh, started up with playing at where we lived. Wasn't the best hockey, but definitely helped me experience the first year. You speak English with everyone and play a decent hockey. Uh, then we decided to move, make the move to play at Little Caps, Washington Little Caps, which is AAA which is the highest youth hockey you can play here. Uh, and then I uh, decided to follow my brother's footsteps to come here and play 18s and hopefully make the NOL team. And and for those who didn't listen to, I should have pulled up which episode it was, but if you go back to, it's been a few months ago, we released uh, the episode with, with Jack, who played North American Hockey League with the New Jersey Titans. But you're currently playing in the same organization, but in their U18 AAA program, right? Yes. Yes, I am. Tell us a little bit about that, because I think that that's um, – I know I'm going to jump a little bit back and forth here, but but since we're on that subject, how does that work where, where the ownership has the NAL team and are they yeah. affiliated – do they have a NA3 team as well? Yes, they do. They do have an NA3 team as well. Is that the Titans – yeah, that is the Titans as well, right? Yeah, the New Jersey Titans as well. Okay. So, um, and and your brother, of course, played um, last, was it last year? In the null? Time flies. Uh, yes, uh, last year. Yes, last year. Yeah, last year. Oh, yeah. And, and then he's... Uh, playing d3 um ncaa d3 now so yeah good good you already have familiar um f- familiarity there for, of course so let's talk a little bit about um absolutely when, yeah w- when you got over here to to the u.s uh the last year that you played yep. was you 15 in sweden right or you 16 
so I was U14, but I did play up with the U16 before I left, yeah. All right. What was the big – how was it to come over as a 14-year-old, 14, 15, into a new country? Uh, it was very hard at first. Very hard to get used to both the language and to play the new hockey. What was sure. what was the hardest? Uh, probably the rink size, I would say, to get used to the rink size when you okay. get over here first. What what was the biggest difference? I mean, I know it's smaller, but 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 was it just a lot more dump and change? And uh, I would say this: it's a lot more faster. It's so it's so fast because of the ring size. Yeah, and I would say a lot more skills. There's not as much passing in Sweden as in Sweden. There's more skilled guys who can yeah. do a guy and more more challenging one on one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, versus pass pass around. So, uh, and and when I pull up your elite prospects uh, before we got on this call, you know. It's interesting. Of course, you you grew up in Lexon, or you grew up in Shepping, but played. How many how many years were you in Lexon? Uh, so we moved from Shepping to Lexon when I was nine, and we stayed there till I was fourteen. Okay, and of course, for those who don't know, uh, the premier program in Sweden is Lexon. Uh, yeah. Not by not biased at all in that area. No. So take us back there a little bit. So you were what grade were you in when you moved? Uh, I think I was in fifth grade. When okay. To Lexington. So, and and then you stayed uh, until st eighth grade. Uh, yes, something like that. Yeah. Okay. So. And for those who, who hasn't been to that, what, what's it like to be playing hockey at Tegir Arena or in the in the in the practice rink there and, and go to school, even though you didn't go to hockey gymnasium there because you left before that? Uh it was great. So like I've always been a Lexan fan, even since I was a little kid. And then so we moved there and it was just it was a perfect, and they have a really good setup there too. So even though you don't go to hockey gymnasium, uh, you you can still skate during school time, even though you're in seventh or eighth grade. They have a connection with the school. That's great. So unlimited amount of ice time with the team and Absolutely. without the team. Absolutely, yes, we had a lot of ice time. And if you, you know, so if you pull up the the players that are on that U16 team. <clears throat> What's interesting is that there's 40 players on that roster. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, it's a lot of different kids that played games on that roster. Uh, and, and and that's pretty common. And you know, there's a lot of them. Just like you, you were 14. You got three games to play with the with the U16s. But what happens yeah. is the U16, those guys that were playing the majority of the games, were also playing U18. Yeah, they did. And and some pretty uh. Pretty big names in here. I mean, I see Eric Holtgren in here, who's playing J Twenty National now. Um, Tuva Kandel, who's played who's played with the with the women's um, SDHL team for several years, and yeah. uh, 
and uh, with the national team as well. Anybody else that you you can that you remember from back in those days that are that were studs? Uh, it would be all of my 05 friends like Felix and probably Eric's little brother. They were always always great players to play with, and I think Felix is playing uh, U J eighteen in Lexington right now. Is that uh, Felix Unger? Yes. Let's pull him up right quick. Yep. That's one. That's one of my old best friends that I've always loved to play with. Yeah. So of course, uh, he's actually played a couple of games with the with the U Swedish U eighteen national, but uh, 05 birth year uh, only played one game with the U eighteens and th- twenty three games with the J twenty national. Um, yeah, he's doing great. Yeah. Probably is he in the draft year this year? Uh, I think he's a late 05. Okay, so wrong. he may be next year's um, draft uh, draft class. So absolutely, yeah. So were you in the? Did you leave before you had the chance to to be in the TV puck tournament? Uh, yeah, I left. Uh, what is it? A year, two years before? Yeah. But I'm sure everybody at that time were like, oh, yeah, I want to make the TV puck tournament. I want to make the TV puck tournament. Um, oh, yeah. A lot of talking about, yeah. about that tournament. And I see uh, uh, Simon Daniels uh, is actually one of my relatives. Uh, he's one of my son's teammates right now. Um, yeah. Good player as well. All right. Uh, enough of that. So coming over to the U.S., new player. And then – so what's the significant then with the – with the triple a um versus so the first year you were you're playing high school and good transition but then go straight into triple a with the with yeah. the little caps talk yeah. about that a little bit so triple a is triple uh, a is probably on the level to where the top u15 teams are in sweden you know like it, they don't have the same. They don't do it the same way here, where you move up in age if you're good. They move up in levels, levels instead. Yeah. So instead of moving up in age, you move you move up in levels. So AAA is the highest level in youth hockey. How was it for you? Because you couldn't then play, and I I think that was one of the big differences in the systems is, you know, there's no limits on which levels you can play in Sweden in terms of age. But so once you play on the little caps U15 AAA, you can't play on the U16 AAA or you can't mix teams. No, no they, they usually won't move you up. They just keep you in U15. So you play against the same age kids. It's just yep. you don't have to travel much further. So so where how, how was that in the beginning to, instead of getting on a bus ride for 20 minutes, now you're going to tournaments to Chicago and uh, you're yeah. not, sta- you're not mean, staying in the DC area. No, it's, it's crazy. You know, in the beginning of the season, and I think we went to Minnesota two weekends in a row, which is two hour flight. And it's just, it's a, it's a lot of travel. Yeah. I'm sure your parents probably thought that was more crazy than you, you did. You probably thought it was fun. Uh, I, I loved it, and they were like, you're all over the place. You're going Boston now, Minnesota next weekend. Yeah, we used to travel all the time. Yeah. Um, 
All right. And then, so you've been with the little caps for three seasons, but this year you kind of said, all right, time to make another big move. Yeah. Uh, and so I came. Yeah. Talk about uh, that I, a little bit. Cause, cause b- before this year you were, you were living at home and now first year live li- living away from home. Uh, yeah. So uh, I decided to go follow my brother and, you know, he had a, great two years here and they ended up winning the Robertson cup. And so I thought it, it, I knew the coaches here. They seemed like a very good organization and they had a good plan set up for me was to came, come to play and practice, play games with the 18s and, and hopefully get a practice with the North American hockey league team and maybe get a contract. So what's the, what's the setup there with the U 18s? How often do you practice? Uh, we practice uh, every day of the week. We have a skill session in the morning, uh, workout, and then we have a team practice in the afternoon. Okay. And then games on the weekend, right? Yeah. Uh, game this weekend, we play games from Saturday to Monday. And typically then, so that's another big difference. Instead of playing one game on a Saturday or a Sunday, now you play – four or five games in a showcase or something. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot more games here. Yeah. But then uh, because you're an 05, uh, you also had the ability to practice with the Null team throughout the season? Yeah. How does that work? Yes. Uh, our coaches, you know, they look at our practices, look who who's looking good, and they send kids up to get the chance to – for the NA coach to take a look at you. Okay. So what was the first, uh, the first time you did that? What was the, what was that like? Uh, it was great. I mean, uh, the coach told me, so, you know, they have, they have rules with how, what time of the year you can move players up, which is usually after the first Minnesota showcase. So, yeah, I mean, it was great. And, and we probably should have mentioned this earlier too. Um, you're a defenseman. Not yeah. a small guy. No. <laughs> uh, you're bigger than your brother, um, but you're six yeah. three. Uh, it looked like you you dropped some weight. I think earlier you were like six three two twenty, and now it's Elite Prospects got you at one ninety six. Yeah, yeah. I had to drop a little bit, and a bit so. So now we uh, now we're looking good. Yeah. Well, I mean. That's the first thing that I think people look at when they when they go to your your profile and they're going to say, "Wow, big for an 05. Um Yeah, you know, people say you can't teach size, so so that's good. Yeah. Uh, so left lefty defenseman, um, 05, 6'3", and uh, uh, they they got you listed here with with the Titans in in here, but so is, have you traveled with the team just in and dressed out just in play, or how how does that work that that you're already up on there? Uh, so no, when I uh, for, after my two first weeks of uh, practicing with them, uh, they uh, they offered me the affiliation contract, which is basically with how the pro contract is in Sweden. It's a ten game contract. So you'll be rostered, but maybe not even travel with the team. So okay. I have, I have not, I have not been on that travel. So let's go into this. I think it's interesting um, f- 
for those who are not as familiar with the process of, you know, youth, which is U18 and below, yeah. um, and then juniors in college and pros. Yes. So let's talk about what are your goals now since you've had your older brother, Jack, kind of go through that process of moving from J20 over to directly into juniors with the Titans and is now playing in college. What are your goals? Uh, my goal right now is to obviously make the North American Hockey League roster uh, for the next season. Uh, hopefully play there for the full three years that I'm available there and get scouted by a D1 school uh, to commit to. Good NCAA D1 school, right? Yeah, that's that's the goal. So for how does it work? I mean, for you to, to, to get there, all right, why not then play at a Tier 3 uh, junior program this year? And instead you chose to play U18 AAA. Yeah, so the reason I choose to play 18s uh, U18 here is because th this organization actually really likes to do it the Swedish way and the European way. So these to move people up. This, yeah, these or this organization don't mind moving people up and down the ages, which is a little bit unique. Yeah, it definitely is, and I re I I liked it because that's how I'm used to it. Yeah, and how does it work? Talk a little bit about the stigma of starting in tier three and moving up. Certainly, there's a lot of players that goes and play EHL, NA3, or USPHL, and hoping that okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna not go play. They go from U16, they go into U18, and instead of playing U18 AAA, they go into tier three juniors, but then they yeah. get stuck. Yeah, that's that's the case. Uh, you got you have to be careful moving to juniors in the United States too early. Otherwise, like you said, they're trying to get moved up. I mean, if they go there as an O five, they might not get as many looks as you do in U eighteen. Yeah, and if we go and look at the where are the players that are playing at the D one level, you know, the majority. If you go to the rosters for the Tier one U.S. Junior Leagues, which is USHL, yeah, pretty much everybody on that roster are D1 commits. There's yeah. a few. I would say ninety percent of the of the players at the at the at the USHL have some sort of D, D1 commitment. Yeah, but the second league then has the majority. You know, when you're looking at the numbers of D1 commitments, the the, the higher number is coming from the North American Hockey League. Yeah because there's a lot more teams but but the percentage of course the majority of the of the players they're playing in USHL are going going D1 yeah and then if we look at the rosters at the North American Hockey League um it's it's uh you know D3 and D1 commits yeah but then if we're looking at the tier 3 level there's very few D1 commits that go and play yeah tier three so to me ushl and the north american hockey league is pretty much the same league they're both super skilled super fast they both remind of uh, j20 
super what is it super super elite or na- now it's called national j20 national yeah they both are on pretty much the same level as that and then uh, it's a big jump to tier three i would say yeah it, there's a there's a big jump from tier three versus tier one and tier two it, absolutely in my opinion yeah yeah um what and i think the other thing that to address is that the, the the age difference the ushl is a little younger yeah. age groups so, but it's the elite of the elite in the in the in in the u.s yeah so mostly in the ushl it's young players that played 16 been scouted early yeah in an early age that has committed also in an early age yeah so you usually if you are committed at that young age you will go to the ushl and and then the north american hockey league i mean if you make the we're going to talk about the how do you make the north american roster once you've been tendered and we'll talk a little bit about the tender process too but but Let's say you make the roster next year as an 05. You have three years of eligibility in 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 the North American Hockey League. That's still pretty yeah. pretty early. Oh yeah, it's 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 very early and it's an older have... league. It's amazing. If if we pull up the the and you can go to Elite Prospects and 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 look at how many players are playing in the North American Hockey League this year. Of course, yeah. the equivalent is going to be then the 04 birth year this year. And there's yep. very few O4s that are playing in, in the North American Hockey League. Next year, there'll be very few O5s. Uh, yeah. So no guarantees that you're going to be on that roster. But how does it work? So you have now been you have been tendered by the New Jersey Titans. What does that mean? The big tender means that the, the club, pretty they own me. Uh, so... There's a draft every year, so now that they tendered me, they're protecting me from the draft. No one, no other team can draft me during the summers. I cannot go to no other team's main camps and trying to make a spot there. So I'm stuck to New Jersey Titans. They, yeah, they own me. Yeah, and and that is a contract between you and that organization that you've signed. Yes. So. And I think that's worth mentioning that you will not be drafted because you're not eligible for the draft because you have signed a tender with the Titans. Yep. So now, you could be drafted in the USHL. Yes. So you're still eligible for that. But yes. But I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that your plan right now is in the spring, my goal is to, to make the roster. Yes, that that's the goal now to make the North American Hockey League roster. So how does that work now? So you've got the spring season with the with the with the U18. I'm yep. sure that the goal there is to make the Nationals for for AAA. Yeah, for sure. And then all right, when 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 uh, mid March April is done, what does the schedule look like for you to try to make it on an all roster? So it it starts uh, with the main camps that all the teams uh, has going on, and since I had the tender signing, I'm I'm obviously going to the New Jersey Titan one, and uh, then they use they start with maybe six teams, they cut it down to four, down to the two final two, and then from there they have their they pick their team up. 
And what, when does the to, main camp start for, for the Titans? Is that already in your calendar? Uh, I actually don't have it on top of my head, but it's usually in the summer. Yeah. So last year, let's go back for a second, because you've been to some uh, North American Hockey League camps in the past. Uh, yeah, I did. Did you go to last year to the Titans main camp? Uh, last year, I was actually back home in Sweden during the New Jersey one, so I was not able to go. But but uh, but you've been to some of the pre drafts, and you've been to some of the some of the. So you've you've already kind of been to the the. You're, you're familiar with the process. Yes, I, yeah, I'm familiar. And the, and of course, your your brother already went through that process, so so it's a little bit familiar. But yeah, but no, just because you were tender doesn't mean that you're a shoe-in for that roster? Not at all. I'm going to have to still battle for that roster spot. And do you know how many uh, how many D spots? How many does the Titans typically, how many is on the roster from a, from a, from a uh, defenseman standpoint? I think they have uh, eight or nine roster defensemen. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, they have they have eight and then uh, nine, including with uh, my uh, roster. Six, seven, eight, nine. So yeah, so I'm looking at there now. So the O twos are uh, aging out. Is that right? Yes, that's right. So one, two, three, four, five. Five of the nine are are aging out uh, this year. Yeah. So they got some holes to fill. Yeah, they definitely, they definitely do. Have a lot of guys leaving. Uh, but that's good for you. You're going to be in a good spot, and then they're going to be bringing in, yeah, free agents as well, right? Yep, they're going to scout. They're going to get so, to work. So, so tenders, draft picks, affiliates, and free agents are going to all come to the, uh, to the camp, right? Yep. And. Uh, and then what? So, you're. Uh, so, what's the backup plan if you don't make that roster? What's the, what's the backup? If, uh, plan? if I don't make the roster for the next year, uh, I have a good feeling about the organization, and uh, so I'll probably take the second year of U eighteen here and yep. keep working. Yep. Uh, I got a feeling that uh, that uh, you're going to be. Uh, you're going to be battling pretty hard, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you're going to make that roster spot. We're going to keep an eye on it for sure. But um, so, so in so, what do you think is the biggest difference now when you're when you're competing and you're battling in practices, both with U18 and 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 also with an all team? What's the different? What's the biggest difference between the U18 AAA and the NAL? Since you're practicing with the, uh, uh, the null, it's it's a big, it's a huge step. It's the physicality is insane. I mean, they hit on every single play, the speed, the the skills. I mean, I'm practicing with D1 commits, and they're. I mean, the skill they have is just ridiculous. And how does that? I mean, it's, was that was that eye opening when you first stepped on the ice with them? Absolutely. I mean, I was actually able to skate with the team last year that my brother was on, 
and they had a bunch of D1 commits and it, it was just crazy to see how, how good and skilled they are. And how did that affect you? I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's tough to compete when you're younger and you had the size, but you don't have the experience, but does that intimidate you? Does that make you, what, what, what motivates you most? Uh, the way it's making me better and making my game better. I mean, defending again the against the D1 commit is obviously been, been defending at a U18 player. Yeah. So it's helping me a lot too. And what about off ice? How does that, I mean, you've already, you've always been a big guy, but, but, you know, how does that affect you off the ice? What's what's the focus? Uh, the focus off the ice is right now to actually gain a couple of pounds. Yeah. And and to keep my feet up with that. You know, as soon as you gain weight, you have to get your feet comfortable with moving as fast. So that's pretty much the goal right now is to keep my feet moving. Yep. Yep. No, I think it's great. Um, it's going to be interesting to follow you. Um, um, I appreciate you being a guest and uh it's interesting you know when we look at kind of the response of who listens to the podcast twice as many people listen when there's actual players uh, so i try to mix it up and and we've had um we've had a few now on here and uh uh with a, with a mixture so we're setting it up to be to to be uh following and we may do an episode where we're just doing a, some check-ins on How's Jack doing? How's uh, uh, we just had um, Kim Hilmerson on, who's playing with the Maine Nordiques, who's an 05. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then uh, and then we got a, a, a Swedish kid um, that is playing J twenty. Uh, Shinanda plays in in um, Strum. So uh, we're gonna try to do Great. some more more actual junior players. Um, and uh, it's fun to follow for sure. So, uh, Lucas, thank yeah. you for for jumping on, and uh, and we'll make sure if you want to go in. Lucas is 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 uh, with a C, and it has two S's in the afternoons in, in the af in the in the last last name. So so if you want to look them up. Yeah, thank you so much.